do Jedi mind tricks really exist? The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love. But our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom, is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast. Super excited to be chatting with you today. It's Cody Teal talking about Jedi mind tricks. I don't know why I'm uh, talking about that subject. Well, I, I do know. So two things is the new release of the last of the Star Wars series, at least for this uh, these characters. And then also I'm reading a book by Chris Voss, Never Split the Difference, and he brings them up. And I wanted to start a series where we talk about sales, sales tips and tricks. Uh, that sounds kind of boring, so I'm just going to label it Jedi Mind Tricks. And I know that sounds a little far-fetched, but I, I don't think it is. And uh, I want to kind of show why. The, now, if you're not familiar with Star Wars, so Jedi Mind Trick, probably the most famous one is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, he's, they're, the clones are looking for the droids, and this is episode four. And he you know, waves his hand and says, these are not the dro- droids you're looking for. And then they go off. And uh, it's like this mind manipulation, I guess, for, for lack of a better term. And uh, it's really kind of cool. We like it, science fiction. But do those things actually exist in real life? Now, I'll, I'll tell you one of the first times I remember seeing one of these uh, that I was totally shocked on. And I don't think it wasn't... My mom didn't do this on purpose, but it, it demonstrates a point. We were, oh, I think it was 21, 22, and we were at a wedding for my cousin and after the wedding, we went to Cheesecake Factory, a bunch of us. I think there was probably 15, 20 people at least at Cheesecake Factory. And we got seated. They brought us like our waters. And then we sat there. And I was really young and just with my, my cousins and my family. And I was enjoying a really good time. But the food took forever to get out. And then finally, they, well, finally they came and took our orders. And then apparently I was having, we were having a really good time. And there was no alcohol involved, just heads up, but we were just enjoying company and two hours went by and we finally, I think one of, somebody finally got up. I don't know why we didn't do this earlier, but got up and said, where's our food? And the, the server lost our order. And so they had to go reorder, we had to reorder and get food. And I remember the server coming back and apologizing and my mom going, well, we'd love it if you threw some extras in. And the server's like, yeah, we, my manager already approved cheesecake for everyone a free slice of cheesecake and then she goes well if he already proved that i'd actually like to talk with him and she gets really nervous the waitress gets really nervous goes back and brings the manager back and um the manager says what's you know we're really sorry lost your order we're already throwing in cheesecake and she goes well you know you i've never had this done before i don't know it's we we really appreciate getting the orders but it's it's kind of don't you think it's kind of hard to lose a group of 20 and the manager goes, yeah, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're apologize. Um, we should, we should have come to earlier. And my mom says, well, it'd be really great if you could comp the meal. We'd really appreciate that or something to that extent. And the manager go, the manager thinks about it and says, that's right. That's fair. And we got the meal comped 
for like 20 people. And I remember I was like shocked. One, that my mom had the audacity to ask about that. But two, that she like was able to get our meal comped. And uh, I think, well, one, she was willing to ask and I know there wasn't any Jedi mind tricks there. But for me, like when I, this was before I was in sales at all. I thought, wow, you can actually get what you want. And uh, so that, that begs the question, like are there techniques or things we can do or say to help push our agenda along, right? And, and I want to preface this, like there are people out there that do manipulative things like selfishly get what they want. And, and I, I don't want to portray that, but I do want to say that a lot of like, there are people out there that have needs or wants and it's good to be able to like convey in a very like effective way what we want. And the person at the other end has the like all the free will in the world to decide whether they want that or not. Right. And that's like that, that way, the reason I bring that, that story with my mom is that that manager had all the time in the world to say, Hey, no, no, thank you. But because he was like trying to give quality service and, and be a good person, he comped the meal and there was a you know mutual exchange there. And we really appreciated that. So that pre- prefacing that let's talk about some Jedi mind tricks and uh, they bring one up in the, in the book here Never Swim the Diverse by Chris Voss. And it's, it's really cool. And I've, I've used it before I read the book. I've actually used it and had it work really effectively. And he dri- dives into the science a bit. But the, the, before, I, before I preface that, some of you are going to think that Jedi mind tricks actually, like your, your ability to influence someone else's like perceptions is, is actually not possible. But let me just remind you of 3D eye images. I don't know if you remember these. They're not so popular anymore, but... In the '90s, these th- in the early 2000s, there was these 3D images of books, or like these 3D like pop-out images books, right? And like you would have like this pattern that didn't look like anything, but if you looked at it in a certain way, you got really close and you know put your you know slowly zoomed out, then your image, your eyes would paint an image, and so visually, it's really easy to see that hey, there's something that looks like it should shouldn't be what it is, but if we look at it a certain way, then our minds can process that image differently, right? And that's with like, you can put two lines together and if they're spaced out a certain way, one looks longer than the other, but, but when you put a measure or a ruler to it and measure it, they're actually the same. So if our eyes can deceive us, our ears and our other like senses can as well, just just so you know, like our, we, we're not as, we're, very, we're more susceptible than you think. And we all are. Is as much as we like to think we're all rational human beings, we're not. Ra- people are not rational. We're very emotional. That's how we make our decisions. So that being said, this Jedi mind trick plays on some of those irrationalities or those patterns. Okay. So the first one I want to talk about is mirroring. So for for you expert salespeople, you know what mirroring is, and you love it. Mirroring is so fun. Um, I, I'm rambling on the stories all this time, but they're good. So my first experience with the mirroring, I was on my mission um, for my church. And I remember I would like hum or sing or whistle songs. And my companion that was with me at the time would mimic me. And I, would, I, was, I thought it was really funny. I didn't know if he was doing it subconsciously or just to make fun of me. So one day I started singing like or some, some songs, some hymns. And uh, I was like, I'm going to stop just mid-song and shift and see how long it goes. And uh, I think I got through four songs. 
I would literally stop like mid verse and switch to another song and he would copy me exactly. And, uh, I like after four or five songs, I could not hold it in. I just started busting up laughing and he's like, what's so funny. I was like, you were, you're like following me on singing those hymns. And, uh, he goes, no, I'm not. I got really defensive. And I like replayed the exact same ones and he like realized it. And he's like, oh my goodness, I couldn't believe it. And it's just funny, like episode, but it, like we as humans like to follow, like there's this natural inclination to follow. And what, what it is, and this is what Chris Voss explains is we want to be accepted and part of the group. Right. And we want to like, we, in, in our mind, and actually Daniel Kahneman in his book goes over this too. Is human beings, well, any natural, not just human beings, any living creature, things that are familiar are safe. Things that are out of the ordinary are dangerous, okay? So if you're an animal and you're walking through the woods and you see something out of the ordinary, that's going to alert you that it could be dangerous and to walk away, right? That's just how our, our the animal side of our brain works. And so that, that also works in social situations. Things that are familiar with us, we like. And we feel safe in, even though they're not, those things might, might not, might not be safe, right? Like smoking, for example, some people smoke, that's very dangerous, but because it's something familiar and comforting, they perceive it as safe. And so that, but you could, in social situations, the same thing. Okay. So this is how mirroring works. And those, those stories help get you hopefully convinced that mirroring actually exists. Um, so this is how this works in an actual sales situation. So knocking doors it, it works wonders. Okay. So the first time I remember like really putting this to test was when I was in new England. So I've been knocking doors for like four or five years. And I remember in going to new England and knock some doors with friends. And, uh, I, I thought I had a really good pitch when I was in the Southern United States. I was like, watch this. I got it. And so they're like, no, don't do that. It's, you're going to get eaten alive. I was like, no, I got it. So I went up the door and I did like my slow, like Southern pitch. And I got eaten alive. <laughs> I go back to the car and these two dudes are laughing their heads off. They're just like, I couldn't believe like you didn't listen to me. And I was like, okay, what's the pitch? And like, take this piece of paper and just get really, really aggressive. And so if you, if you know, people in New England are very, very aggressive. And so I uh, grabbed my piece of paper and I just like knocked on the door. The open door is like, and I just was, said, hey, I'm Cody. I'm here with the net metering program. You ought to take a look at this right now. Like, oh, it felt so counterintuitive for me, so awkward, but I just did it to the T. And the person, like, looks at me and doesn't, like, quite know what to think and just takes the paper. <laughs> and then I, what I did is he was, instead of, like, looking very confrontational with him, I turned my back to him and, like, got side by side with him and then looked at the paper exactly like he was looking at the paper and said, yeah, look right here. And then all of a sudden, he felt comfortable and safe. His walls went down and the guy like started talking with me and we set an appointment. It was the craziest thing because yeah, it, like I was aggressive with someone that was aggressive. I mirrored him and then I mirrored his body language and that magically took his walls down and he was willing to have a normal human conversation. It was crazy. It works. Anyway, so that that's... So some te techniques with mirroring. So that's, those are some stories. So how does mirroring work? When we try to adapt or mirror someone else's actions, even if those actions are crazy, like aggressive or crazy, like calm, if we do that, then that person feels safe or at least comfortable around us 
and we can start to engage in a normal dialogue. Okay, so let me give you another example. So one time I was knocking doors. This was in North Carolina. It was really late at night, and uh, this guy, I, 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 I was with, I was training someone. I was like, I'm going to show you mirroring, and so I knocked on the door, and the guy was like, really, you know, really suspicious. So I was suspicious back, and then he was. I don't remember like exactly what I said, but I do remember specifically. He put his hand up on the door frame, and so and his left hand on his hip. And so I did the exact same thing with him and then mirrored his tone and his body and the words I was saying. I was saying different words, but like my nonverbals were exactly matching his. And then I slowly took my hand off the, the door frame and put it on my other hip. And he slowly put his hand down and put it on his hip. And then I folded my arms and leaned up against the, the wall and he folded his arms and leaned up against the door frame. Then he set an appointment. And... Uh, the guy that was with me was like, oh my goodness, you're kidding me. I was like, yeah, it works. It's so crazy. So the, the point of this is just saying, hey, people, we're, we're, we are all, myself included, we're all comfortable around what's familiar. And when someone matches us, that is about as familiar as you can get. And if you do that, you'll notice that people are way more comfortable around you. Right. And that, and I, I appreciate people do that to me. I'm not just saying do this to manipulate people. I'm saying, you know, I appreciate when people like match my tone or my body language. That's what makes me feel safe. And so if you do that, just watch the magic happen and watch how people will bring their guard down and engage in like meaningful conversation with you. It's, it's, it works. It works wonders. Okay. So that's your Jedi mind trick for today. Try it out. Let me know what, what you think. Please subscribe to the podcast. Get, leave us a review. That way I know what content you like, what content you don't like. And we'll talk to you later.